Welcome back to another episode of the Resort Ears Radio Podcast in this very early morning edition on Saturday. Greg and I will review all the latest Disney news and rumors covering each corner of the property, including further developments at Animal Kingdom, new restaurants at Disney Springs, rumors and confirmations on widespread cutbacks at Walt Disney World. Oh, oh, Disney, Disney, Disney. And much, much more. Get your ears on this edition of Resort Ears Radio. Saturday morning is next. Morning, so this should be a good show. Um, <laughs> hey, Greg, what's going on? Not much, buddy. Glad to be back. Glad to uh, finally have another episode up of uh, of the show. There's been a ton going on in the past couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely, a ton, a, a ton of news and and rumors uh, spurring. So oh, lots of get, lots lot. to get to. There's a lot to definitely a lot to pick through uh, in these past two weeks. Um, if you want to hear some of our older shows, go to uh, resort. Go to iTunes. Just click in Resort Ears in your search bar. Subscribe to us. Write write some comments on how you feel about us under there. That's how we're going to know how to get a little bit better. Um, just a quick little thing. I just want to put out real quick. Um, we have a whole huge network of friends that we've gained through these you know year or so on Twitter. Yep. The, um, the so just a big the... just a big hello to everybody out there from. We're not going to mention any names. There's so many of them, um, but thank you so much for you know for following us. We're almost at a thousand followers. That's awesome. On Twitter, We're at yeah, nine eighty at this time of the morning on Saturday. Um, what makes us a little bit different than other people's podcasts? Some people they don't know where we fall, and we kind of put a, a thing out there and talk to some of our friends. They don't know where we fall, and I think it's just me and Greg wanted to talk to you. And I'm just going to take the the reins on this real quick. Yeah. Uh, both of us live. Not down in Florida. We have a lot of friends in Florida that can cover the world for us. We rely on other podcasters as they rely on us. Our commentary view is different than a lot of people's because we are commentating on the stories from more of a tourist, more of a uh, northern, I don't know that's a bad way to put it, more of a not local view. Yeah, we're, we're, we're an, out, an outsider's perspective, I think a, f- a, fan, a fan view's perspective of of things that are changing and so, and and folks that are that are experiencing it through yeah tourist view. I mean we're we're the ones down there well, on a vacation. Put it this way, a lot of the a lot of the podcasters that everybody watch they you know they go every day where we may only go three times a year right. or exactly. twice a year. Yeah. This year we'll get to the end of the show. I mean I make it. They may make it down just once. Right. Um. Anyhow, this is why it's so important. That you give us a call. Greg will give off the number in two seconds. We'll run through all that. And just ask us questions. And we will get those questions out on Twitter. We'll, we'll discuss it on the show. Um, and we're unedited. We'll, 
you know, you want to call up and say, you know, you know what the what the f is Mr. Iger thinking at this point? You know, well, why is why is Toontown gone? I don't understand. You know, there's no stupid question with us, and that is the best thing about our show, and that's what we wanted it. So we thank everybody who's been listening and following us. Uh, thank you very much. We we love you for it. I know this is kind of a sappy intro, but this is. We just wanted to clarify what we do no, compared to everybody else. A- absolutely, Mike. And and I'll echo that in saying, you know, we, we, we kind of took a hiatus uh, during the holidays. Uh, and before that, actually, you know, I had uh, my son was born. Uh, Mike had a, a new job. He, he just started you know, the holidays, uh, family stuff. We kind of t- took off uh, from the show. And, uh, and, and now we're back. And uh, I'll tell you what, our, our last show, Mike, we had over 2,000 downloads. Um, worldwide so it's been great and and I'm glad to be back I'm excited there's so much great stuff happening down in the parks that we're connected to on a a daily basis um, on social media and online and uh, with our contacts down there so it's it's great great to be back great to uh, to engage you folks and like Mike said if you have any questions or or, want to reach out to us if you're planning a trip down to uh, Disney World and you want to have questions Definitely send us an email, you know, resortears at gmail.com. Shoot us a line on, uh, on Twitter at resortears or call us. Better yet, our brand new hotline. You can call us and you can leave a voicemail message for us. We'll play it on our next show. Leave your leave your message and your name and where you're from. 407 545 6118. Again, 407 area code 545 6118. The Resort Ears hotline. And uh, we'll play it on the next show. And where can you find us on Twitter, Greg? At Resort Ears, all one word. And uh, you know, make sure you're following us. Like Mike said, we almost have a thousand followers, which is honestly humbling at this point. Uh, you know, for for a show that's been established for a, a, a season, a one year, you know, so far, uh, in a, in a little more, pretty great. Pretty great. So it's humbling, is what it is. It's just kind of like we're not we're not special, you know. We're, again, we don't have we're not locals down there. We're up here, and there's a bunch of great podcasts just like us out there. So oh. it's it's pretty humbling that we have and that many people. And there's great, and like you said, there's great podcasts of great people who are down there, who live in the Orlando area, that are in the parks on almost a daily, you know, weekly basis, who are reporting on stuff. Um, who we you know who we know and we we have contact with regularly and um, um, those are great shows and you should all check them out. Um, we are we are we are literally fans uh, <laughs> for fans. I mean, Mike and I are. If you're just joining the podcast, if you haven't listened to us ever before, Mike and I are best friends. Uh, have been for years. We share a passion, and that's well Disney World. Honestly, um, it's not. Disney movies is not every other park in the world. It's Walt Disney World in Florida, and that's what the show is all about. So, uh, if you're interested in Walt Disney World and you want to get an insider's take on uh, what's going on and, 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 and rumors and news and uh, and hear the commentary, you're in the right place. Absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, real quick, if you're on Facebook with us, just forget about it. It's it's at the bottom of the lake, like the Edmund Fitzgerald at this point. It's just <laughs> it's it's there. So just just uh, switch over to the Resort Ears at Twitter um, and be done with it. 
Um, I know we do run Podbean, but just go to iTunes, like I said, search resort ears, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Absolutely. Um, and redbubble.com. Uh, Greg, let's Red, tell them about our Redbubble shop. Yeah, redbubble.com is our uh, where we have all our merchandise. Check it out. Resort Ears Radio's T-shirts, mugs, phone cases. We even have a pillow up there you can check out. So check it out. It has our logo on there in our uh, website, our web URL, and our, our Twitter uh, handle. Um, the the proceeds from every single item go towards funding uh, the show, buying new equipment, you know, that kind of thing. So um, check it out. If you like the show, you like what we're doing, uh, grab a T-shirt, grab a, grab stickers, grab a mug, whatever. Bring it to the parks next time you're in the parks and uh, and show it off. So we'd love the support. Again, redbubble.com slash search resort ears. You'll find all our stuff up there. Absolutely. Okay, um, let's see here. Sorry about that. Uh, the notes you typed up for our, we have a script. There's like one yellow, like little blurb on here, and it's just screwing with my eyes. Um, anyhow, okay, let's move on to the non-discussion, non-fighting part of this show. The Disney, did you know? Disney, did you know? Thank you, Michael. Hey, well. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the the Aquarium at the Seas with Nemo and Friends Pavilion at, at Epcot's Future World Showcase? Not Future World. It's Epcot's Future World. Uh, is in fact so large you can fit Spaceship Earth inside of it. That's right. Uh, there's 5.7 million gallons of water in the main tank uh, of the Seas Pavilion. That's the entire volume of the water that's filtered in just 2 hours and 43 minutes through uh, its system. Um, in fact, it tanks so big, it can filter the, it, its filter system processes more water than the entire city of Orlando itself. It, it, that's insane. The, the, the filter processes more water than the entire city of Orlando is drinking. That's nuts. Uh, Pavilion's home to more than 8,000 fish and, and sea creatures, seven different varieties of fishing, uh, including four male dolphins, uh, their names are Rainier, uh, he's 27 years old, Caver, he's also 27, Calvin, 22, and Malabar, 15, he's the baby. Um, and that was this week's Disney Did You Know? Boom. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I swear, it's so silly to think about this, but those are probably the most forgotten dolphins in the world absolutely i think um, i think this and you know what i'm talking about this entire the seas itself you know there's the dark ride right now for nemo and friends and there's and there's the, the turtle talk crush which is actually we're gonna get to that in a second besides that that entire pavilion is forgotten about completely and it's one of the most interesting largest uh, gallon-wise, you know, volume-wise, tanks uh, of any aquarium in the country. In the, actually, I think in the world. I mean, it's, it's insane. So, there's four dolphins uh, that are that are living in inside Epcot. You know, it's really funny. When you sent the notes to me, I, I, I showed my girlfriend Tracy this, and I read her this, because she actually likes to really hear these every, every time. She's a big Disney fan, too. And she said, you know... I thought 
the limited season at this point was just all video. Right. It was all interactive video. Right. And she's like, I didn't even know. She goes, I completely forgot about the dolphins we saw last time. But it's really like it's really like an afterthought because it's like you get you get through the dark ride now with Nemo, you get in the door, you do the dark ride, you get it dumps you out in the aquarium portion. And then it's up to you to walk around to see this. There's no, there's no like linear path like you have to go past right. these things and check it out. So a lot of people just go right to the gift shop and or and then just go right out in the park like and that's it. So see, that you just especially if like like us, you only get down there you know a couple times a year. Make sure you uh, you know, even just just once time uh, you know once every two years, make sure you just take your time you know going through all these attractions because. Oh, yeah, it's pretty pretty darn cool that they have them. Oh, it's great! Yeah, no, it's, it's it's absolutely cool. So before we start news, I just have to say, um, uh, I was we had a, a big banter. You'll see it on on Twitter. But Steve at sc underscore single dad going to be going to Disney, and um, it, he just he had a question that he asked, well, he asked before about the jalapeno pretzel poppers. Huh? And he said, "Well, is the jalapeno?" I'm trying to look at this. Sorry, guys. Like, it's such a long tweet. It's not even funny. Basically, want to know if jalapeno cheese pretzels were totally removed from Animal Kingdom. Heard they were, but purring was just a nasty rumor. Um, I thought they were gone. From they, they, you can still find them, I believe, in other parks. Um, I've never seen them in other parks, but anyhow, uh, the uh, answer is they're gone on Animal Kingdom. That was confirmed by Safari Mike at Jumbo Everyone. And, As you know, Safari Mike, he is... The authority you know, on Animal Kingdom. He, he is. He really should be president really of Animal Kingdom. There's no doubt about it. He has my vote. Um, but anyways... Um, we gotta, little, we got to have him on one of these days and do yeah, an Animal Kingdom. It, it kind of went from just talking about jalapeno peppers right down the tubes, um, of course. So uh, just a little shout out there. Thanks, uh, Safari Mike, for the uh, confirmation and what I thought yes. or we thought was, was the answer. Um, and again, at SC underscore single dad, thanks for uh, joining being our friends. Have a have a good time down there. Uh, he said he's going to stop by the Red Bubble shop and, and pick up uh, a resort air shirt. That's it was awesome. really, really cool. So thank you. And, That's uh, great. Of course, uh, Jenna at Glass J3N. Um, <laughs> it's always good when she's drunk. Just put it that way. She's probably the best best person That's on great. Twitter. That's great. Well, just thanks. joins your conversation. Uh, She's, she's a real good person. I believe she's on the uh, podcast, and she's on uh, the 3 o'clock one, right, with uh, Drunk at Disney? Yeah, yeah, 3 o'clock yeah. uh, parade podcast. Parade, 3 o'clock parade, yeah. which everyone should definitely check out. They, are, The three people that are on that show, we, we converse with daily, um, part of the, the podcast family that we've netted. So, yeah, right, right, absolutely. Um, check that show out. It is really funny. Yeah, absolutely. So... All right, that's Great. what I just want to say. Just a little jump off the jalapeno poppers. You know, I don't know if they're going to be. We'll have any news stories better than that at this point. But uh, anyways, Greg, um, until a, a weatherman comes on our show and does what he said he would, it is time for news and rumors. Absolutely, Michael, and uh, thank you for quite the introduction. It was really quite quite the introduction for news and rumors. Well, folks, you all know right now in Florida, it is phenomenal. Uh, 55 degrees right now and clear in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. 1.39 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> At 1.39 in the morning, Eastern Time. 
But it is. <laughs> it the is, Disney Night Cruise said they love. <laughs> it is phenomenal. Right? They're repainting and they're scraping gum off of uh, the bottom side of benches right now, I think, across property. But uh, anyway, our first news story brings us back to Epcot, where new Pixar film Finding Dory will uh, join the Turtle Talk with Crush attraction at Epcot Seas with Nemo and Friends. We're staying right there in the same pavilion. That's going to all come this summer. And uh, actually, Mike, the characters from the new movie Finding Dory, which again is the the, the uh, Nemo, Finding Nemo kind of sequel, uh, they're going to join uh, Turtle Talk with Crush. Uh, if you haven't been to that attraction, Crush is a sea turtle that is in Finding Nemo. He has a uh, sort of interactive attraction where he is uh, on screen and talks to kids in the audience. Uh, during his attraction uh, at Epcot, but uh, Finding Dory, there's some new characters that they're uh, that Pixar and Disney are bringing into the fold. Destiny, the whale shark, is one of them. She will be in this uh, attraction. Billy, the beluga whale. Is that Hank. Earthquake? Yeah. <laughs> Hank, Hank, Hank the sea octopus that's a seven-legged octopus and uh, Crush's only mini, uh, uh, very own mini-man, Squirt will also be swimming by for the first time this is from the Disney, blog, Disney Parks blog so it's pretty cool Nemo and his, his father Mar- Marlin are actually going to be in this as well and uh, again Dory uh, voiced by the one and only Ellen DeGeneres um, interesting movie. The movie's coming out uh, this year, and it's kind of it's kind of cool. I think that they're 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 sort of melding these characters into the the Turtle Crush attraction, which has been phenomenal since it's opened. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm actually excited for this movie. Yeah, no, I, I think I it's cool. I, look, Have you seen the trailer? I did. I have seen the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, Ellen isn't my. Oh God forbid I say this. Ellen, she's probably listening right now. Ellen isn't exactly my favorite person. Oh, absolutely. And, and, Me either. And the, and the, I, you, you know, you and I are on the same same page here. It, it's. I don't it's think not, she's funny it's at not all. Her personality. But it's just something just that say, she oh. did to a local, a local. I don't want to get into it, but. Um. I really, really, really like this this movie. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be cute. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm hoping it's... I, I did see the preview where, like, she's in a... like a petting aquarium, which is... Yeah, I don't know how that works. It's not the same as, as Nemo, but... Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't it actually know. gets into a, into a tank. I don't, I don't know how that happens, but... Right. But it looks like there's a whole brand new, like, cool cast of uh, fish and stuff that yeah. uh, that we'll get to meet. So Nemo was I'm a, looking forward to it. Nemo was a great movie, so I think if they can develop that storyline some more and the characters, yeah. uh, it's and, all And I positive. think Dory, it's Dory the, self, the self-character is a really cute Disney character, to be honest with you. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I think it'll, it'll, it'll look really good inside of Crush's tank, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think it'll be kind of a change-up because you got... Crush talking like this all the time, dude. And then all of a sudden, you know, you yeah, exactly. pull somebody and exactly. you know ask you who you are sixteen times. Right, you know exactly. I mean? Like I, I like it. I think it's it's a real it's a real cute, it's a real cute upgrade for uh, 
for Crush. Yeah, no, I think, I think it'd be really cool. So, but yeah, no, that was our, our first story again. And, uh, anything to, to take crows in out for a while. I mean, I didn't say that. Epcot. 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 Get mad at me. Yeah, well, you know, that's not. Oh, we ruined it. I know. I know. Do that again. <laughs> Epcot. 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 Gotta do a voiceover. I do a voiceover. Yeah, that was. We're, we're trying. We're yeah, trying, we're, folks. We're trying. Okay, uh, let's go to an overall. WDW story. Walt Disney Walt World Disney Resort. Walt Resort. Disney World Resort. And uh, Walt Disney World, property wide cuts being seen in every park, <laughs> including cutting cast members and characters. Uh, cast members are playing different characters. Um, here's what we know and what we don't know about, about this property wide cuts. What we do know is that it, it supposedly is based off of. Uh, price overruns, cost overruns at Shanghai Disneyland, which is opening in June of this year, and is causing hardship across the Parks and Resorts uh, division of the Walt Disney Company. Unfortunately, Walt Disney World is bearing a lot of the burden from this, and uh, they've actually, and they've, they've said it, they're, they're cutting back on cast members at attractions. At resorts, at underperforming attractions, and um, in other places, you know, retail environments, uh, shops, that kind of thing. You see last uh, less CMs at, and they the biggest I think most visible thing to the average park goer is that they're cutting back on character meet and greets and streetmosphere at uh, Hollywood Studios. Uh, there's, it's been reported already that the uh, the police officer that, that that's uh, the police chief at Hollywood Studios, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, that uh, that's there, you know, every day. He's uh, already been laid off as part of this deal. So, it, it, there's a lot of cuts that they've made that uh, I don't necessarily agree with, Mike, but um, I understand it from a business perspective. So, um, it's one of those tough things. Um, I have a little different opinions on this. I was talking to, um, on Twitter, uh, oh, jeez, I have to go back, I'm sorry. Um, I'll find out who I was talking to about this. Uh, I'll have to go through it, anyhow. So, basically, real quick on this, um, where is it? Hold on. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm very, like, all over the place. This is, I think, going to be a bigger story than it actually is. And I think Greg will agree with me on this. Um, not only are we seeing cuts, which are probably because they spent way too much on Shanghai and everything else going on. They, they bit off more than they can chew because they probably saw really good profits coming in from everybody going to the parks. Now, um, there's another big story that's coming out with all this too and again I was talking with somebody on Twitter about this and the, the story is that um, uh, the story uh, Greg that uh, that was coming out with all this too yeah. uh, is that there's cast members that are going to their unions and also they've gone to the Sentinel saying that they basically <coughs> are having to train <coughs> their replacements right for this, and this is all going to tie into this, 
Um, that I think's a bigger story than this cost cutting at this point, um, because and this has been happening for years. This has been yeah, happening for this the, has been ha- yeah this two or has three been on and off. Th- two or three years now. And unfortunately, what? there's no publicity for it. no and for it. And uh, for the sake of getting political on this show, if you try not to do, recently, uh, you know, because of the election, the presidential election, obviously. This is a bit. This has kind of come to the forefront. The H one B one visas that are given out to uh, foreign folks who who individuals who have a certain skill set. In the case of Disney, it was internet. You know, uh, IT, information technology uh, services, and they hired IT folks from other countries to come in based on the H one B one visa laid off the folks you know, gave them the gave them a pink slip and said hey you have 30 days or whatever it was um, where you need to you need to, you need to train these folks and if you don't train them we're not giving you our, our, our severance package um, you need to train them on your job you need, to, you need to tell them everything you do and uh, that you've done over the years here at uh, the company um, it, it's not right it's not right I don't care I don't I, I you know it, 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 and I don't want to get political here. I think we want to, you know, be divisive. But do you want to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to Walt Disney World? Do you want to pay what it is now, which which isn't acceptable? I, I mean, I think it's 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 a lot of money right now, right? I mean, it's expensive. Um, right. So, I, I think there's times where sure, like there, you know. Folks don't get paid well enough as it is, um, but like, come on, I, I get it, Disney. Like, and I understand you have to you have to to control costs and everything because it affects the bottom line, it affects the, what the consumer sees. You should you shouldn't be screwing over people that have worked for your company for years and forcing them to train uh, foreign uh, replacements because it's cheaper. I, I mean. I'm in business, I understand it, I get it, I represent a lot of companies who, you know, do the same thing, uh, that are, you know, in business and run business and care about cost savings and all that stuff. It, it, that's just not a practice that I feel like is fair. It's not fair to uh, the, the folks that, the, the, the hundreds of, tens of thousands of folks that work at Walt Disney World. The, the still, to this day, the single uh, site largest employer of, Americans in the entire country, and it, what they did was not right with this whole visa thing. Um, this has been happening for a couple of years, and I don't know if this is this is this is preceding this whole deal with Shanghai. I don't know if it was connected at all. I, I doubt it. But, um, but some of the some of the getting back to the to this most recent thing, the biggest thing for me was Hollywood Studios. You know, they're they're cutting back these street streetmosphere characters. You see on Hollywood Boulevard and on uh, Sunset, when that park is at a is a half day park at best as it is now. <laughs> uh, like I said, this all goes back. You know this is going to happen, Greg. Basically, I looked just how much money I. The nick, the, they nickel and dime everything. I mean, they nickel and okay, dime and everything. I think I think what happened. This again is just speculation. This is just commentary yet again from somebody who is uh, not exactly living in the Florida area. 
it seems to me that uh, because parks, park attendance is up, they're getting more money. Um, they acquired Star Wars. They knew it would probably be a. Ooh, excuse me. They'd probably definitely be a winner. Um, with the Shanghai, you know, the Shanghai, everything else, yeah. like it yeah. just seemed like they just spent so much money over this, and now they have to just cut down. I mean. Right. Yeah. I mean, Unfortunately, it, like again, I, I'm. This story definitely has potential to get worse. Unfortunately, as it goes, but. Yeah. No, it's. It's not. I really great. don't know what to say about this one. I mean, I. It doesn't seem like it should be happening right now. If they have all this money to. Build a new park and record par- park, record attendance at every new park. attractions. Yeah, a record attendance all the time. We hear, you know. The parks are packed, they're crowded, they're overflowing, you know, they're they're turning people away on certain attractions, there's 120-minute waits on, you know, Space Mountain. If that's the case, how the hell could this be the be happening? I mean, it's just, you know, so Disney, what they were getting into is Shanghai. They've known for, for the better part of a decade, um, you know, with the Chinese government and the deal they made over there. And I think their hope is that it, it pays off in the end. But, um, you know, again, this is a, this is one of the parks they're going to split with the Chinese government ownership and operations. And, you know, Disney's coming in, they're building a park and establishing it and stuff, but they have to work with the Chinese. And they're not the easiest folks to, to work with, I mean, as a government. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over there. It's, it looks like a phenomenal park. I mean, it looks like they really have done their work, and they obviously have spent the time and done the due diligence to study the rest of the parks around the globe and kind of you know, pick and chosen which attractions work and which didn't. They're bringing the, the, the Tron coaster in and the mm-hmm. Mystic Manor and all that stuff. And I told you what my, my feelings on Shanghai Disney is. It's an awesome park. Um, they have awesome rides. I'll probably never see it in my life. Nope. Uh, just because of the money. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and, and, no, not even that, where it is. I mean, it's mainland China. When, when the hell are you going to ever go there? I mean, it, it's so hard to go there. It's not It's not even like... That's what it it's is. Communist it's communist country. Like it's, it's not, not when like the hell you're there. It's just how you're going to get right. there. It's not like, like you're going to like France, you know? Yes, we want to see the world, but... Right, right. Unfortunately... Hopefully, well, hopefully Star Wars and everything like that will just blow everything away. It'll be fine, but, you know. Yeah. All right, uh, let's keep on the WDW news train and go for actually these two stories about my Magic Plus, uh, Greg, that really actually has me excited. Yeah, no. The, Why don't we take one at a time, though, because these two things I think are going to make, they deserve a little bit of talking about from us. Absolutely. Walt Disney World Resort. These are some big stories right here with My Magic Plus and the RFID you know bracelets that uh, everyone has the Magic Bands. Uh, that that is kind of finally happening. Uh, two new features are coming to My Magic Plus uh, for Disney this spring, and it it kind of flew under the radar amongst the rest of the major you know physical changes happening at the resort. But this is just happened this week and. Um, if uh, I guess April 16 you know this this year April 2016 
You're going to be able to make a, a, the additional FastPass reservations directly from your Midas New Experience app on your smartphone. This is going to get rid of the, uh, the you know, the, the former program of having to walk to kiosks around the park to make the additional FastPass reservations after your initial three have been used up. You know, you had to go to make the initial, you know, the initial three, you book 30 days in advance or 60% of property or whatever it is. Um, but then once you're at the park, you're booking your, after your first, th after your, your initial three are up, you're booking that additional one um, at, a, at a kiosk with a touchscreen and cast members in a queue. That's going to be gone. You can book it right from your phone now, which makes a ton more sense. Uh, I, I love this. The, the second part of this, which is almost bigger, I think, is something that Disney's calling Story Maker, and it's uh, they've been testing it apparently. Story Maker is going to well, allow. Let's talk about the Fast Pass thing real quick. Yeah. Because just kind of because Walter's a really really good thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, you were talking. How does the current system, just for everybody that's tuning in listening, that that doesn't go all the time? How does the current system work? If let's just say, just walk it through for you know giggles here. Let's just say uh, I use my three fast passes on my Fast Plus. Yep. How do I go about getting extra fast passes? So let's say you're at the Kingdom, and you use your three fast passes, and you're done by noon. Um, you would have to let's say your third your third fast pass attraction that you booked was Splash Mountain, for example. I use this the other. You're you're done with Splash. You get off the attraction. That's your. Th you know that's your third one you've used now. So you can now go book an additional one. You can book one at a time. And you can book it up to six, but it's one at a time. So you have to book your first three, complete them all. Now you get one more. You get one more after that. Um. So you have to find a kiosk, and the kiosks are around the park. You know, like, like if you're at Splash Mountain, for example, there's a kiosk in Adventureland over by. Uh, between Swiss Honey Robinson and, uh, and Jungle Cruise that uh, I think that's the closest one to that attraction so you'd have to walk over to that to that kiosk you know possibly wait in line hopefully you can walk right up but you might have to wait in line there's usually a cast member there you know scan your band it'll, your, your information will come up your, your Midas and Experience uh, profile will come up and you can book your next attraction uh, it goes right to your magic, you know, right to your account, you're on your magic band, and you're all good to go. So it's pretty easy, you know. It's 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 not the end of the world, but having the ability to do it on your phone now, by yourself, and not have to go. All right, now where's the kiosk? Let's locate it. Let's walk to it, which could be a few minutes, you know, tens or fifteen minutes away from where I am now, depending on you know how much people are in the, how many folks are in the park at a given time. So. This makes a ton more sense. I'm really excited about it. Now, um, will the app, I'm going to take it, um, I mean, I've really looked into this the past couple of days. I've heard reports that the app will have, uh, kind of like my Disney or the shopping shopping app, uh, it'll right. actually show you where the nearest fast pass, well, not anymore because you do it on your phone. So it basically it's just eliminating these kiosks. Right. So you're just, you're more on the phone. Yeah, it's on the phone, and they've had, they've had some updates. I was actually on it today, noticing uh, the mapping update that they have for wait times. So right. right now, the wait times they have every attraction by park, but now you can go in by a by a map actually, and let's say you're in the park, and you're in Tomorrowland in the Kingdom, 
and you're looking for the next attraction you want to go on, but you want to do standby, you can pull it up and look at the map and actually pull up by attraction what their live wait times are. So you, so you can make a decision before you start walking aimlessly where you want to actually walk to and, and make your next uh, make, make your next decision for what you want to want to see or do. So that's pretty great. You know, there's been a lot of, couple of tweaks you know here and there to the to the app, which I think have been all for the better. So this is going to just add to that. The second now the second part of this there's two parts. One obviously the the need to uh, get rid of the kiosks in the parks. Second is this thing called Storymaker, which is a thing that a, a component to My Magic Plus that was discussed way back when when this thing launched. Um, but it's going to interact with the scene one environments that they created in each attraction. The Storymaker is really going to be a interactive uh, piece to My Magic Plus where you can go online. Uh, for example, this I'll give you two, give you two examples. One is. Uh, you can go online and create a your own uh, uh, character for it's a small world, and in the attraction at the end of the ride, on a on a screen somewhere, you'll see your actual doll that you created uh, online months in advance for that one ride. Um, another example was uh, you know Mickey Mouse the, the Mickey Mouse meet and greets. The Mickey Mouse would, would would actually say your name or your child's name. Uh, when you get to the attraction, so you know, uh, so he can greet you by your name, and he, he may even know, uh, you know, who your favorite princess is or character is uh, in, the, in the Disney universe, and, um, or what your favorite color is, or whatever it is. So, just some cool stuff that this is doing, and you and I have talked about this before, but I think that where this really comes into play is it's huge for kids. I mean, right? If you're if you're a kid nowadays, and this technology exists. It really just amps the magic factor up of what Disney can do by like ten, and and honestly, this is something really cool. I'm and I'm glad they're pursuing it because I think it really has legs, and um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. But I think it could be really cool. Um, yeah, I like it too. Um, I think when I think about just some different things that come to my mind about this, um, you know, one. Um, how should I put this? How do you, you know, uh, hopefully uh, Disney will have a limit to how much information they can collect, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably the coolest thing. I mean, sorry, the one thing I had to think about. Um, and, and overall, just thinking about it all, um, I guess the one thing that kind of gets to me is just, it's just you're so, like, locked into your phone to do everything. And I I don't mean to be old school with this, like, yes, it's more convenient just to do it, but so much goes into planning, especially like how we are, we have to plan everything to come down there, so much goes into planning that it's almost like when when I get to the parks, I just want want to go into that happy place and just be like, I just don't want to have to deal with this, you know what I mean, like, uh, I, I, I think that there should still be just the two options, like, maybe two options, you can do your Fast Pass Plus, on your phone, or you could just you could still go to a kiosk, a kiosk and get yeah. this. Um, <clears throat> and I that's and, 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 and you know I've talked separately about this, and I've talked to my family members. Like, 
you think of like it, it, it you know it's Florida right you, you have an you have an aging population you have folks that are older down there your grandparents for example and maybe bringing their grandkids to the, the Magic Kingdom for a day um, or one of the parks for a day you can't assume they have a smartphone I think and it makes every, the entire experience that you're paying for more difficult uh, than easy I, you know in the long, for you and I you and I of the world it's, it's, it's phenomenal it's great it's, everything's easy but you can't assume that so I think yeah the, mo- the more they can do to I think help and assist uh, folks who are transitioning into that or don't understand it fully is great but I hear you well, no, I, I think, Greg, just going through it, it's just kind of like we're just becoming so dependent on the phones like, yeah. with all this system. And, I mean, if you live, you know, if you like live down there, you go to the park on, on a resident pass or annual pass, whatever. Um, like, okay, that's fine. Like, you, I feel like, okay, you know how to navigate this. You can do this really fast. You just, whatever. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we're getting so connected to the phones and stuff like that. Like I know it's it's a sign of the times, and I'm only, I'm only 32, so I'm not like an, you know, I'm not like I'm not that. But you know. you're right though. That like it take, and I do this all the time. I mean, I'd rather experience an event or an occurrence or whatever that I'm at instead well, of living it through my phone. Right. After the fact, because I was filming I mean, stuff or I was taking you know, pictures. God, right? well, it's kind of, it's kind of like Craig. You know, like God, but if you're, let's just say, you know, you're with, you know, you're with one of your kids at Disney, and while you're on the phone, I mean, obviously, I, we would expect you to be on the phone for resort airs, but if <laughs> if you're if you're on the phone, like trying to get, you know, another fast pass plus for, I don't know, just throw it out there, mind train. Right. Yeah. And that you're having troubles doing it or whatever, and you know, your little girl all of a sudden like Cinderella pops out of nowhere, and she's like hugging her, and you don't have your phone ready to take that picture or whatever like that because you're just so, like, oh, I gotta go ahead and book my fast pass. Like these occurrences must be happening now. Oh no, absolutely. Right? And it, and, it, and it's it, even further than that. It's your phone battery dies. And that's right. why these charging stations and like the club cools of the world, you know, that we've we've heard about, or that Epcot popping up in these different parts, are coming into play. You know, the 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 club D or whatever it is, where you can charge your phone and relax, because that's the reality of today's theme park uh, tourist at Walt Disney World is you have to have a smartphone, you have to be able to use it, and you have to have it charged at all times because you don't want to miss out on a photo or this or that. You know, otherwise, the photos are, at Disney anyway, are less of a deal because they have photo pass. And although it costs a lot of money, it's ridiculous, actually. Um, it, it, at least there's the service, and anyone can do it. So, you know, the last time I'll give you an example, the last time we went, I got a mug with our family photo on it at uh, Epcot. And, uh, you know, it, it cost me a few bucks to buy the photo, but... It was kind of worth it because I didn't have to worry about taking that picture and making sure it was good and asking someone to take it and you know so it works out but uh, in the end for, for photo pass but at, at any rate it's uh, yeah that that's it so yeah no definitely I, I guess it's one of those things all right let's uh let's move on to Animal Kingdom 
or the new attraction. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. But this lady needs a little to wait her turn before I, I. She's really jumping the gun. <laughs> All right, Greg. What's the new attraction uh, that's opening April twenty second on Earth Day? Rivers of Light. The uh, uh, Earth Day attraction is going to open up. Now, Rivers of Light. We've talked a lot about this in the past too, but this is a uh, you know water based attraction. Screens of, of mist that they're going to project images of animals of the pond. They do this out at uh, Walt Disney World now for Paint the Night, I think. World of Color. World of Color, sorry. That's it. World of Color. World of Color. Uh, at Disneyland. And uh, similar idea. This There's no fireworks or pyro in this show. It's all light-based. So lights and using water and fountains. Because it's going to be at nighttime, obviously. You have the animals there. You can't disturb them with fireworks and explosions. So they don't like that kind of stuff. Uh, so Rivers of Light. It's going to be, it looks really cool. And, I mean, I, I, I'm going to, I, I, I can't wait to see this. I'm going to be down there in May, actually. So I think I'm going to try to actually check it out while we're there uh, for a showing. But uh, they announced uh, recently, April 22nd, which is Earth Day, this bad boy is going to finally, uh, finally take take shape and launch so rivers of light at animal kingdom check it out um go online make sure you have that in your plans if you're heading down there uh, during that time frame kind of end of april early may so i think any new attraction to animal kingdom is a good thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, um, pretty much i'm just I mean, looking at at some of the uh like the, the tiger that's all lit up, some of the things that they're going to use for this yeah. is pretty amazing. Um, I do wonder, I don't know if you remember, we did this, we talked about this, um, gosh, I don't remember what show it was, about how that they're trying to retrain the animals yes. to be able to deal with... That was a Jim Hill rumor that... Yeah, that, dealing with the night. Right, exactly. Hold on one second. Like, I think we have a caller, actually. Oh, right. excellent. To the hotline. Hold on one second. Hello, caller? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's your name? Where are you from? This is Wes Snyder calling from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Wes from South Dakota. How are you, sir? Pretty good. I'm uh, <laughs> supposed to be doing dishes right now. I promised my wife I'd do those before I went to bed. And now, let's see, one fifteen in the morning, and I'm just standing in the kitchen talking on the phone to random people about Disney. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, thanks for listening and uh, and checking out the show. We, uh, Mike and I were just discussing, actually, uh, Rivers of Light at Animal Kingdom. Happening April 22nd on Earth Day. That that thing's going to finally finally uh, take shape and launch. So, Have you, uh, have you read at all about Rivers of Light? I think it's going to be neat. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm excited for it. Um, until Star Wars comes and they have, on the other side of the country, a Rivers of Dark to compete with it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It looks it looks pretty cool. So we're all we're all pumped about it. Uh, uh, Les, do you have any have any trips uh, planned in the upcoming future here? Or? Um, the next one planned, although not officially um, booked yet, is January 2017 for the marathon. Oh, nice, nice. Are you are you well, partici- yeah. are you participating in the marathon? Yeah, um, my wife and I ran in it 
That's supposed to happen in May, so I'm actually gonna I'm gonna be down with my family in May, so we're gonna try try to check that out and uh, brave the line. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not incredibly excited about it, but I have three daughters, and so I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And, and if nothing else, it's something new in Epcot, you know. I mean, it's it, if nothing else, it's nice to see stuff change at that park. So. Well, and if it's terrible, I can always head over to Bowers and Pikachu. So. <laughs> exactly, you're right. You're right there. So, yep, okay. absolutely. So, cool. Well, hey, Les, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it, and uh, uh, best of luck on your trip planning. And uh, give us a shout again. Sounds good. Have a good night. All right, thanks, Les. All right. So again, that was uh, Les from Les from South Dakota. Mike, they still got you there? I don't know what you did. You just oh, totally I'm, blacked I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was less. I had less uh, less from South Dakota on the phone. Les, thanks for calling in again. Uh, Les was saying his next trip's going to be in 2017, so he was saying, you know, he's going to have a few few new things to check out. Rivers of Light, obviously, will be up. By then, I mean, the Pandora could be open, too. Uh, Land of Avatar. Um... And uh, some of the early Star Wars stuff, maybe. Just literally just take a call. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what happened. I think I, I think when I took the call, it hung you up. So who called? Uh, Les from South Dakota. <laughs> Can I just say, everybody? Uh, thanks, Les, again from South Dakota for calling <laughs> in. Um, it's always nice when. When technology works, yeah. So we just saw what's going to happen when FastPass Plus goes on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, FastPass Pass Plus Plus, whatever they're calling. It. Plus Plus. The update. Yeah. All right, so back to Rivers of Light, right? Yeah, Rivers of Light. So anyway, uh, happening April twenty second. It's gonna be great. I'm excited for it. Uh... Oh, so is this is going to be like a. Uh... It's a waterside show, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's all based on the, the uh, like Discovery Island area there. So, uh, so they they put in bleachers, like a whole seating area, and, uh, and everything for the for the show. So for the show, it, it's pretty cool. It looks like it's gonna actually be really really cool, to be honest. Yeah. And if nothing else, it'll take away some of the night. Uh, traffic from Illuminations, and especially at first, like everyone's gonna want to go to this thing. But Illuminations and even Fantasmic at Studios, uh, and the fireworks at the Kingdom, depending on timing. But you know, you're gonna see folks checking that out before they're gonna uh, go to something like Illuminations, which will help with the crowd counts at those parks. So that'd be kind of nice, but. Uh, Let's see. Um, 
phone call kind of screwed us up here. Um, <laughs> you want to take a one-minute break, regroup, and come back here for the last three stories? Yeah. I think we can use that right about real now. Let's do it. Do a quick break. We'll be right back. Resort is radio. 